Hello, it's 2024, and I'm your host, River Ann, and this is Heart Sense. Welcome to a podcast for aligning, strengthening, and opening our hearts to a frequency of love that heals ourselves and our planet. This is a sacred journey, so thank you for being here. My solo episodes are like guided meditations for me. They may start with one topic and evolve to another. This is why they're not always two weeks apart. And I apologize for that, but it's a process. Sometimes I'm working on one thing and redirected. This episode was one of those. So today, our topic is holding space. Holding space for each other and for our heart's sacred journey. We are all very different from each other. Each one of us comes in with gifts and journeys so individual. I bet if we could see the plan... I'm sure our hearts would burst open with compassion and much more acceptance for each other. The new year is an interesting time to reevaluate our lives, plans, and intentions. It's a good time to also view the people we love and the whole world with more compassion, to find the joy in being together and the blessings we experience each day. It's a time to remember who we are and find our personal place in the transformational process our world is going through. The holidays often bring us closer, but they also bring up unexpected issues unveiling places within us still in need of loving attention. Love can fly during this time and temperaments can challenge us to stay balanced as we move through periods of personal growth. And when we're with our families, Things can get intense. I'm sure many of you made wonderful memories during the holidays, while others did well to keep the peace until they found themselves barraged with judgments and criticism about their lives, at which time they may have abandoned civility and separated from each other. Did any of you experience uncomfortable communication? If so, no, you weren't alone. We might ask, why does this happen with the people closest to us? Families can be difficult not only because we're so close, 
but also because we're locked into this relationship circle at birth. The truth is that our other relationships can be just as challenging, but we're taught we can simply walk away from those. I have a theory that you may or may not agree with, but it's worth considering. The freedom to walk away may lend itself to creating healthy boundaries, but it's not something we learn to do with our families. So, we engage in an ego that knows. You know that one? The one that knows everything? (laughs) But do we really know our siblings, our parents and children, as much as we think we do? Are we well-informed about what they're capable of or going through? I think not. Because our tendency is to be experts on their character and nature. We often only see one another on special occasions. But we know. Although we experience everything together for the first two decades, as we grow into adulthood, form our own primary family, unique environments, and develop new thoughts and priorities, we evolve into a new person. Our roots are strong, but our individuality and personal choices tell another story. Our orientation to the world changes as physical, spiritual, and mental processes change. And somewhere along the way, we may find that our extended family actually knows us better. They seem to accept and support change more easily, and they may love us just as much as our birth family. This extended family represents our soul group and world family. They bring knowledge to us through their diverse backgrounds and lives reflecting a broader spectrum of ideas and information as we merge into the fabric of a world constantly changing. We have deep roots and psychic connections with every human on the planet. We may not like them or honor their differences, but they are part of the experience we've chosen to expand our human consciousness and to change the history of the planet and move into an exploration of love. So what's the best way to be part of the expansiveness we're seeking? I believe it's learning to maintain a heart-centered life. And my personal approach is to hold space in the living room of my heart for people where they can come and go, but know I'm always, always walking beside them. This allows a person room to discover who they are and heal from the baggage they're carrying. 
perhaps for many lifetimes. The wounded heart has no concept of unconditional love because it's contracted. It needs the freedom to find its evolutionary wisdom to unlock its true potential, which always takes time on our human journey. If you or I can do anything of importance for our human families, it's to allow them access to this heart space without judgment or loss of dignity. A disciplined heart will find a way to do this without compromising itself and without negative feelings or judgment to the stories of the past. We each represent archetypes of the human experience. There are 12. The sage, innocent, explorer, ruler, creator, caregiver, magician, the hero, outlaw, lover, jester, and a regular person. I'm quite sure that at some point on this evolutionary path, I've explored all or most of these. How about you? Can you relate to those parts of yourself that have developed over time? And would you judge yourself for exploring them? Max Planck, one of the greatest scientific minds of all time, received a Nobel Prize for his work on matter and the atom. He said, All matter originates and exists only by virtue of a force, which brings the particle of an atom to vibration and holds this minute solar system together. We must assume behind this force the existence of a conscious and intelligent mind. This mind is the matrix of all matter. So how do we hold space for others? Well, we learn to become healthy empaths. We connect our hearts with our thoughts, becoming an ally to ourselves as well as others. We walk our talk. We abandon judgment. We stop running our disappointment on them and being an expert about their journey. And we open our hearts without condition to simply hold space for them. Because whether we believe it or not, everyone's doing exactly what they need to do to grow. They may hurt everyone who loves them or die struggling as they're learning to love themselves, but it's their journey and their choices that will eventually wake them up. And until then, the repetition may be somewhat unbearable to watch, but our job is to hold them without conditions. We can't rescue or change anyone. The soul rescues itself. But in the simple act of unconditional acceptance, we share a commonality that connects us. 
because every person's divine nature is a sacred vibrational frequency. And it doesn't matter if they consciously recognize our love, they will receive it. And this is where the healing begins. It's like a prayer that joins us together in positive action to create powerful new frequencies of energy. It's a force that creates matter, moving the solar system of a life into balance with all the elements. When we only see the problem or our differences, it separates us. Doing this attunes us to a lower frequency that only adds to a downward spiral. This downward spiral is indicative of human history on this planet. So if we really want change, we have to open our hearts to the pool of magnificent potential. Our saving grace is not something outside of ourselves. It's a commitment to hold a loving, safe space for another's growth and full abundance. There is the truth of our unlimited supply and abilities. A life we all deserve. So allow yourself to feel more in 2024. To connect with what you don't know, curiously calling in divine intervention for this planet, humanity, and ourselves. You may be only one person, but together we're a beautiful galaxy of light and darkness, holding the world in one full breath of absolute abundance, peace, and harmony. Practice listening deeply, whether it's through meditation, nature, animals, children, or the tears of your own heart. There is a plethora of information coming in if we only take time to engage in listening. It's time to recognize that we hold the answers, not governments, not individuals or religious leaders. The change won't come that way. Placing our power and decisions in their hands only leads to another round of human repetition. We have to do our work. The song I'm playing right now suggests this. It's called, It's Time to Let the Angels In. We have to create temples in our hearts, not buildings, that lead us to transform our world. And without a commitment to our spiritual evolution, 
we're going nowhere. Retracting into helplessness or indifference only feeds the illusion that we have no power or wisdom when we hold it all within us. And the gravity of where we currently are is too fragile to risk not waking up. So let's take a moment to reflect and appreciate who we are with a guided visualization for course correction. Please find a comfortable place to rest your body. Now take a few deep breaths through your nose and out your mouth, opening to the beautiful life force within you. Feel the air filling your entire body with light and peace. Shifting your thoughts into this present moment creates an open place to receive a rainbow of light illuminating your path. Release anything that has you retracting with anxiety or stress, unworthiness, fear about the future, or not feeling loved and accepted. Now picture an angelic energy holding you up from all sides and lifting you into a cloud of love, like the celebration and joy a baby's birth brings. See yourself birthing love in every cell of your being. Now bring forward your favorite memory of being acknowledged for how you show up in the world. Reflect on what it was you were doing or thinking in that moment. And remember how it felt when your heart was massaged with a higher frequency of love and acceptance. It felt like home. This is where we're meant to live. This is where we can choose to live. This is the temple of our existence. And with practice and commitment, we can learn to enter this space easily and hold it for others as well. The music for this episode was provided by one of my favorite pianists, Marshall Styler. Marshall's in Austin, Texas. 
And you can find the songs in the show notes and his music online by going to piano at marshallstyler.com. If you've enjoyed or been inspired by this episode, please do two things for me. Share this podcast with those you love and check out the generous sponsors supporting HeartSense. I've handpicked each of them for their professional services, products, integrity, and conscious alignment to joy, healing, and well-being. Please let them know that you heard about them on HeartSense. Today's sponsor funding was provided by Skinplicity of Sedona. Maintaining our skin's beauty can be relatively painless with new RF light technologies and laser treatments. Skinplicity offers non-invasive, effective alternatives for rejuvenating the body without invasive surgery. It's also less expensive. Choose from a selection of facial treatments, skin tightening, hair removal, cellulite reduction, vaginal rejuvenation, and more. These modalities empower our bodies to manage the aging process by stimulating the production of collagen and enhancing circulation. I've experienced some of these treatments and they're absolutely wonderful. For more information, visit skinplicityofsedona.com or call 928-514-6120. As always, I appreciate your time and support. If you'd like to become a sponsor, partner, donate to the production of HeartSense, or share your feedback or story with me, I'd love to hear from you. Email me at ourheartsense, the number two, at gmail.com. I also welcome your reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts. So if you'd like to show support for HeartSense, please take a moment to do that. It's my hope that these episodes bring more light to your heart, more vision to your life, and facilitate more healing in the world. This is River Ann. Thanks for listening and enjoy the music.